are. How do how do we even get in? How do we? I even don't know. Begin you guys, this in? isn't our fault. That's the first thing I want to say. I want to start by not taking accountability for the length of time Agreed. that has passed since our last episode. Um, I want to put the fault squarely in the hands of Hulu, who has not put new episodes on in, to quote Babs, a dog's age. <laughs> but we're finally back with new, with new content. And uh, I got to say, a lot's happened since we last spoke to you. <laughs> Sylvie and I have both traveled you? extensively. There, Sylvie may have been hexed. Um, she may still be going through a hex. You blame it on Hulu. I blame it on the fact that apparently this summer we're going through three retrogrades. And that's what my sound bath instructor told me two weeks ago. <laughs> and immediately after that, I went to the ER two times in six days. So what does a sound bath instructor instruct? So they're the ones who are, I it's it's weird to use the phrase instructor because they're really playing the instruments. They're like playing the singing okay. bowls. They're okay. like doing the little tongs in your ears. They're mm, they're mm-hmm, artists. Mm-hmm. They're musicians, mm-hmm. really. But yeah, if you don't know me in real life, I just need to let you know that in the last month and a half, I have gotten COVID for the first time. Sucked. <laughs> two out of ten. Do not recommend. I'm only giving it a two because I didn't get long COVID. Thank God. Uh, oh. Or have to go to like the hospital. But it was terrible and mason didn't get it which i'm like ultimately grateful for huge but it meant that we were like i was quarantining in my my room and only my room for about five days (laughs) then after that i got a bug bite at my friend kira's fourth of july pool party shout out kira and i scratched this bug bite and in a freak accident it got infected and that infection entered my bloodstream okay so uh, you girl you girl had to go to the emergency room at cedar sinai's at 11 p.m that's number two they were like oh and also this bug bite was on my boob so you haven't lived until you've had a stream of doctors coming in every 20 minutes to take a picture of your boob uh, with their little hospital iPhone, quote unquote, for their records. Then, <laughs> six days after the boob incident, in the midst of like a heavy course of antibiotics that were basically making me want to throw up and shit my pants every day, I was walking the dog and she saw a squirrel and she bolted for it and the leash got caught around my left ring finger and it snapped my ring finger and it broke my finger and I had to go back to the ER and see the same doctor. <laughs> And she was like, what are you doing here? Didn't she follow up about the rash? She did. She was like, oh, you, the rash, is the infection okay? And I was like, yeah, that's that's fine. And then I like held up my <laughs> hand and I was like, but this, this is But this no finger good. is pointing in the opposite direction that it should be pointing. Oh, yeah, wait. Alyssa was also the, the only person I called <laughs> because I like had to miss work. And so I, wait, what was that experience like for you? I'm, I'm curious. I was sitting at my cubicle desk in the office, and I get a call from you, and I was like, oh, I wonder what fun thing Sylvie has to tell me. And I call you, and you are really trying to keep it together, but you calmly inform me that you are on the way to the emergency room again for something completely unrelated to the first incident. Uh, You mentioned that your finger has snapped, and can I take your calls for you today? 
And that's all the information that I got. And then I insisted when she got to the ER on a slew of pictures from every possible angle. And you obliged and I am grateful for that because it really entertained me. It kept me going throughout the day. I forced Mason to do an energy cleansing ceremony with me uh, Mm -hmm. when it was the new moon like a week or so ago. And ever since then, I got to say, no funny business or limited funny business. So Shark Tank is back and things are looking up. Yeah, okay. Maybe I should do that. The moon is almost full, though. You have to be careful with full moon energy. You're like not supposed in in like uh, Vedic astrology. You're not supposed to like stare at the full moon too much. Really? Oh man, Poppy and I were sitting outside <laughs> at like nine thirty last night, and I was staring at the moon. <laughs> oh shit! Now you tell me this. <laughs> It just means, Uh, you know, buckle up. Well, suffice to say the next time that we speak to all of you, I will have been to the ER at least two times. Well, shall we dive into the tank? It was a... I watched this with a small group of people, and I think that was the right way to watch this episode. Nice. I watched the first segment with a small group of people, and I agree that it was really enjoyable. Lots to talk about. Um, And I actually have a lot to talk about with... Uh, our first product, Nature's Wild Berry. No spoilies, but I do have a similar product that Eric and I had forgotten until that moment to try. So we basically tried Nature's Wild Berry while watching this segment. Oh, hell yeah. So just to jump straight in, we have two entrepreneurs. This is season 14, episode 21. We're almost at the very end of season 14, finally. Uh, it is July. Um, We've got our two entrepreneurs are Giuliano, who looks like Sean White mixed with a lion, and Mm -hmm. Hank. Um, And Giuliano and Hank are seeking $80,000 for 15% of their company, Nature's Wild Berry. Um, But these are basically a magical berry that grows somewhere naturally. I don't know where. Some continent. And there's a (laughs) compound in the berry that when you eat it, it coats your tongue with a glycoprotein that blocks, I think your amino receptors, it blocks your ability to taste acid. So when you eat it afterwards, if you have anything acidic, like say a lemon, the lemon tastes sweet. Or if you have like, if you have apple cider vinegar, it tastes like apple cider. This is a dentist's nightmare. Yeah. Um, Yes, is and a gastroenterologist. Frankly, this is how you destroy the lining of your stomach. There is a biological reason and a good one why we're not just sucking down lemons all day, (laughs) y'all. Like this is not something that nature intended for us to do. I feel like this berry is a fun little surprise. Like it's a joke. It's like Mother Nature's joke that she was like, ha ha, yeah, let me throw this in and just like, this will really fuck with them for a day or two. But in in no universe, I don't think whatever like God, Gaia system you believe in, was this meant to be like a regular part of the human's diet. Because here's the crazy part. They are marketing this as a weight loss product. (laughs) Hank apparently used to weigh hundreds of more pounds than he currently weighs. And he credits this berry because he was suddenly able to drink green juices and things that aren't sweet and are acidic. And he would, because he's an emotional eater, it would satisfy his need for something sweet. By the way, there are 10,000 brands of this available on Amazon, so I understand them trying to stand out by saying they're a weight loss thing. This ain't it. 
I know it's cheaper than Ozempic, but like it's wild <laughs> that they are trying to market this as a weight loss product. It is it is so wild. And like Hank, if you're interested in letting us do like an endoscopy, you know, and mm-hmm. just kind of see what's going on with you, we'll I'd pay. love to I'd love to pay for that. I also Every single person brought this up who I was watching this with. Shout out Nick, Brian, and Mason. Um, we've all tried these berries like 10 years ago. Oh, you ago. have already. Okay. Yes. We got, like, I remember trying this like 10 years ago as a novelty thing. Like, someone I yes. was with got them, and it was kind of a thing we did for like a couple minutes, and it was like, this is weird. And then uh, we moved on with our lives. Like, right. I don't get it. I also don't understand, like, Maybe this is just not how I'm wired, but I can't imagine wanting everything that you eat to taste sweet. Um, So I was watching this segment with Eric and my mom, and then that's when Eric and I realized that we have these miracle berries. And so we each popped a tablet, the three of us, and then proceeded (laughs) to try a number of things. The lemon was incredible. The lemon was delicious. Eric mm. called out that it tastes like the lemonade that you get at a carnival. That's like so, 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 so sugary and delicious. Ooh, the lemon was yeah. the best. I got had, I had some jardiniera in the fridge, which is like a pickled Ooh. vegetable thing. Um, and that was pretty good. They just tasted like vegetables. Um, and then I drank some apple cider vinegar. That was pretty good. We, we, we experimented, but those were kind of the standouts. We tried some, the wine, we tried some white wine and it tasted like, like super like a sweet sickly sweet riesling um but it was interesting and it lasted like they said for like 20 minutes and i kind of never um need to do it again <laughs> right right you know? that's exactly <laughs> like how is hank walking right now if this was like that's- the diet that he committed himself to that's what I'm saying. And also, like, give us a little smile. I'm trying to check out your pearly whites because I was at the <laughs> dentist this week. I'm going to send you a picture of me in the dentist chair right now. Hold on. Because <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I'm not doing well, guys. Um, how do I? I feel like today is the day you're going to tell me I have a cavity. And they were like, mm-hmm. no. And I I'm was like, shocked, okay, well, actually, how do yeah. I how do I keep that up? And he was like, acid and sugar are like the two things mm-hmm, and obviously like mm-hmm. not brushing your teeth but he mm-hmm. was like those are the two biggest factors if you're snacking on a lot of stuff that has like high acid or high sugar like that's when it gets in also by the way this um for a little jar of these berries it costs 27 dollars, and they make it for two dollars and 64 cents so they're you know they're drawing a high margin and <laughs> it's truly shocking to me I was like, I th- every shark is going to just laugh them out the door and call out yes. all the things that we just did. Nope. Yes. They were all obsessed with it. I was like, none of you idiots yes. like consume social media or culture or anything because all of you fucks would have already heard of this and been like, yeah, this is old news. Yes. Because it is. That's, that is exactly what we were saying. <laughs> and Tell me this only- picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You look great. Just- I didn't think that someone could be wearing a mouth separator and look so smug at the same time. (laughs) This is what I'm like waiting to hear back about my x-ray results. (laughs) The only thing I can think of is they're only asking for 80k, which is 
probably the amount of money that like Mark Cuban uses yeah. to wipe his asshole every morning after he takes a <laughs> shit. So yeah, he's they're all like whatever. And then I think they they have fun just like fucking with each other over who can mm-hmm. close it. Yeah, you can feel that. Did you you probably started thinking like, oh my god, the miracle berry has entered has passed the blood brain barrier, and I am now starting to hallucinate. Like I'm yes, I'm tripping. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, we joked because this, I don't know the one that you guys had, but the one that we took was a tablet that you have to let dissolve on your tongue. And we were joking that that was like, it was like a miracle berry, but also acid. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, not only does the lemon taste sweet, but it is morphing into a wombat as we're eating it. (laughs) That is a product I would invest in. Miracle berry (laughs) acid tabs. Yes. Like that's, there you go. $80,000 for 15% of our company. Nature's wild acid. <laughs> I'm honestly, that would go like crazy at like a yeah. Grateful Dead concert. So, so where are we at? Yeah. So, so Lori has offered 20%. Not only I think we're both of us probably in shock that they were getting any offer. Mm-hmm. They're now getting offers from everyone and they might end up with two sharks, which is like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and I mean, after some back and forth, like they end up with... Lori and Mark. I I always have this thought where I'm like, if you're looking at a weight loss product, ask yourself, like, what is this asking me to do to myself Mm -hmm. to lose a couple of pounds? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I have to, like, eat a berry that (laughs) changes the way my brain is processing taste. Uh, I'm going to personally... I'm going to look for some other ways to do that in my life if I feel like that's what I want. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's just, Couldn't I don't know. More. Ask yourself before you try this stuff, like, what are you, what are you doing to yourself to achieve uh, right. losing a couple of pounds? Because like, that's it? what society says. I don't know. That's, yep. that's my soapbox for Beautifully the day. said. Beautifully said, Sylvie. And then right before the break, we get an update on Collars and Co., which was that very unhappy <laughs> polo shirt man from earlier this season who <laughs> somehow squeezed a deal with uh, the British guy and Mark Cuban and has since made $8.7 million in sales. It's like, it's that truly guy? like we are in the alternate universe. This man ripped the fabric of space time and yes. pulled a deal out of another universe. And we are now living in the universe that he has created as a result of that. I can't believe it. But that's where we're at. Mason actually made a funny comment that the uh, the um, Dragon's Den British Shark Tank dude who supported this deal, he was like, oh, my God, he looks like a Pixar villain come to life, which <laughs> accurate, I think. All right. Shall we take a quick break? Let's do it. Hitting the stop button. What has been the, like, hardest Thing to have to only do one-handed. I had to download a voice-to-text app <laughs> for work because I have to like type so much for work, and I feel so stupid saying my slacks out loud. <laughs> Isn't that so it's funny? Like, where it's like, if I had to say anything that I was typing furiously out to people on a regular mm-hmm. basis, I would be so self-conscious. I'm trying to take a look at it as like maybe this is making me a better writer because I'm having Ooh. to like really think through a full mm-hmm. sentence before I start like yep. putting pen to paper. But then I also have to be like, oh, comma, did you get a chance to look through that deck? Question <laughs> mark. It's a little bit crazy. Ha ha. 
You know, like it's... cowboy hat on fire emoji. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been tough for my mental health. Oh, great segue. Uh, luckily, I I could buy one of these sweatshirts oh, yeah. from our next entrepreneur to to help me mentally as I struggle with only using one hand. You want to talk to us about Sophie from Trumbull, Connecticut? Shout out to Trumbull. Hi, Emily. Okay, yeah, what, tell us a little bit about that. What's the, like, Connecticut connotation of where she's from? I'm curious. Trumbull, I don't know a lot about Trumbull other than my cousin Emily, who's a loyal listener and is listening to this and probably texting me right now about it, lives there, and they have a good target there. Okay, well, maybe that's where she got the inspiration from this product, which I can totally see being sold at Target. So, Mm mm-hmm. Sophie is seeking $250,000 for 10% of her business. Um, See the way I see. That's what it's called, right? (laughs) It is what it's called. Not a great name. I'm like second guessing it as I say it out loud the the first time. No. And she walks in and she's wearing kind of like a set, uh, like a sweat set. And the top, it's kind of like a... um, a mint green and then the top says is a sweatshirt that says overthinker on it and then you kind of see the sweatshirts and shirts laid out and they say like anxious emotional um and immediately i was like oh god like yeah it's extremely gen z which like shout out gen z i love y'all typically i think of gen z as so much less cringe than millennials like guys we have like interesting we have like you know brunch and harry potter and it's just like embarrassing (laughs) but this is gen z's like this is chewy for gen z i think so she basically is has this line of clothing mostly um crewnecks and sweatshirts that have little phrases on them related to mental health loosely so Mm -hmm. it's like doing my best or like one of the sweatshirts on the the sort of like forearm area has a little text that says listen to your body and rest what do you think what would you want the little message on your sweatshirt to say to remind you to do go ahead and order the postmates (laughs) (laughs) get the extra side of crack sauce (laughs) yeah live moss (laughs) mine would be like a i actually i actually have like a list um it's it's a list on my phone called shut up and do this when you get depressed and it's when my depression is flaring up Mm. and it has like eight things just little things on it like get in close proximity of the dog uh put off i should do this tasks and one of them is order food and don't feel guilty about it that is like such an instant feel good (laughs) it is what would yours say i think if i had a message embroidered (laughs) for to remind myself it would be like Nobody is interested in talking about the fourth dimension with you. <laughs> and then it would have a parenthetical that said, except Sylvie. Parent- parentheses. Call Sylvie. Just call Sylvie. <laughs> it's just my number. <laughs> I just, I don't have room in my wardrobe for earnestness. But, uh, you know, Sylvie's killing I, it. Yeah. And to your point, we are not Gen Z. This is for Gen Z. And Gen Z is giving her money hand over foot. She is making so much money she sells the crewnecks for $60 retail and the hoodies for $75 and she makes good margins. She has $450,000 in the bank right now. Holy shit. It's just her doing it. Yeah, I mean like good for her. 
and she's killing it and all of the sharks are kind of like you don't what could you possibly need from us yeah. like you landed in this moment of like you caught onto a cultural phenomenon you captured sort of like what your generation's right. talking about you designed it well you're you figured out operations you're a one-man band like why do you even need us because she came in, she was like, you know, I don't know a lot about business. I think it's smart to bring someone onto my team who does. And Mark is like, that is a very old school mentality. And what you're doing is very new school. And I think that for you to decide after all the success you're having that you want to move backwards into an old school business mentality is a mistake. I just like, I like Sophie. I'm so impressed by her. I think she's like a very impressive person. I'm totally supportive of like, opening the conversation and breaking the stigma around mental health but I do have a fundamental problem with this product and it's not just about taste and that like I'm not a very outwardly earnest person and would never wear this myself (laughs) it's that like I've been talking to Mason a lot about this actually um because he made the comment the other day where he was like it kind of sucks that like two things that you are ADHD and bisexual are now like trendy (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're a normie. And it's not, yeah, it's not because I need to be special or so different. It's more like a lot of people are kind of self-diagnosing themselves with like ADHD, depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. And like on the one Mm -hmm. hand, not everyone has access to getting tested and the medical system is bullshit. And I totally get that. And it's like people deserve more help. On the other hand, like my ADHD has caused significant and serious issues in my life that I go to therapy and see a psychiatrist yeah. regularly for. And to you're talking see that to shit a turn clinical level ADHD. Clinical. Right and and to see that shit like distilled into little like TikTok memes about like only ADHD people will get that like we need to sleep on the cool side of the pillow. It's yeah. like that's not ADHD. Like ADHD <laughs> is me forgetting my wallet in a Target parking lot three weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not really like a crew neck t-shirt that says overthinker on it. (laughs) Yeah, and also, as someone with clinical depression that has been diagnosed since I was a teenager, (laughs) I would never walk around with a t-shirt that's like, depressed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, distracted is not the same thing as ADHD. And I just think, like, there's a, there's a, over correction there's a a slight correction that needs to happen with the conversation about mental health where it's like yes some of these Mm -hmm. are symptoms that like everyone has that affect everyone but other things are like not cute you know like (laughs) I don't know and and to and to kind of like co-opt that as someone who doesn't maybe like actually have it like yes we all struggle with like being anxious and feeling depressed and everything but it's, it's just a little different when you like have that as a, uh, I don't know, as as an actual like deep part of your psyche. You know, it's it's a little more complicated than just being like, let's solve mental health by putting what we are on a sweatshirt. Overthinker. I want to put underthinker on a yeah. sweatshirt and wear that. <laughs> yeah, dumb as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and I think it's great. Like overthinkers find other people find your tribe find your community like see what other overthinkers are doing that helps them if that's a a saying on a sweatshirt like great but like please it it just gets tricky when you're like this is comparable to someone with 
generalized anxiety disorder, which is the implication if you're like putting a thing that's like anxious, just on the same level. Yes. And I'm not saying like yeah. you can't do it. I'm just saying like it's a little, ooh, it's a little yeah. ill. Like uh, someone who ooh. seriously struggles with depression is not going to be going through a depressive episode and looking at their sweatshirt and it's like, take a moment right. for self-care. It's like, <laughs> But anyway, good for Sophie. She doesn't get any offers, but it's like uh, in a positive way. Yes. All yeah, the sharks are like, you don't need way. us. And they give her a couple of tips. And so, you know, she got free advertising out of this and some oh, tips yeah. from some sharks. So Sophie is going to, Sophie is set yeah. for life no matter what happens from here. So, so good, good for Sophie. All right. Should we take a quick break before we move on to no she? <laughs> no she. Yes. Let's do it. Tomo. Okay. Tomo is like the most British name, right? It is. No one in America is called Tomo. No. No one could get away with it. Uh, Do you want to tell us about Tomo and his his product? (laughs) Yeah. His journey, really. Because this is as much about Tomo's journey as it is about his product. Um, Yes. Tomo (laughs) is a British stay-at-home dad living in New York uh, who is trying to pitch us on $250,000 for 17% of his product, Nashi food paint. So na- so Nashi food paint is exactly what you think it is. It looks like a, an, a tube of icing, but it's filled with presumably something that is slightly healthier than icing, like a fruit thing that kids can paint on their food, and it allegedly makes picky eaters more willing to eat. So if you give a kid like a, a frozen egg waffle, uh, you can give them this, like a tube of this Nashi food paint and they have like a Crayola branded one and a Peppa Pig one and a um, Daniel Tiger one. Shout out again to Emily. Please get this for your children. And again, supposedly this means that kids will eat the food. They have savory as well, I want right. to point out. So they have like a, a ketchup, which they call SketchUp, which I think is actually yep. funny. Very cute. And like a crayonnaise. So they, you know, I my initial thoughts to this product were, I like this. Like, I could see yeah. kids being really into this. Um, do you remember green ketchup? You might be just barely too young, but do you remember when green yes. ketchup came yes. out? Yes. Okay, okay. I do. I do. Same. Exact same. And it's like, I think it's well designed, but it's a pretty small tube for like the amount that you're paying. Yeah. And his margins aren't great. And like, I think his fundamental issue is, and the sharks point this out as well, he's putting this in the grocery store next to like the ketchup. And I'm sorry. we're in a fucking recession. I don't care what anyone says. Like, inflation yeah. is crazy. No one has a job. Like, it's... If yeah. you're a parent and you're looking at... The, you're like, I need to go get some fucking ketchup at the store. And this yeah. is next to it. And it's, like, three times the price. Right. Are you going to buy it? I don't think so. Like, no. I think I would just draw a little thing for my kid made out of ketchup on the hamburger and be like, please eat it. I made it cute. Yeah. <laughs> please, for the love of God, eat this. It's also, like, it's... To your point, the tubes are pretty small. It's like $6 for a box of like three. He says that kids usually use about a tube per meal. We're talking about if you have multiple kids, that's adding $6 (laughs) to every one of your kids' meals just to like get them to eat their Eggo waffle. Like it just like imagine like if you go shopping for the week. 
you know how many of these boxes you're buying to get through every meal with your child? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because also there are little squeeze bottles for, like, olive oil and stuff and little finishing bottles. I would just take one of those, fill it up with ketchup or jam or whatever and be like, go crazy. The thing is... And I don't want to speak ill of Tomo or his wife, who is has been in bed with long COVID, by the way, for three years, <laughs> oh, which is really fucked up, oh uh, which God. we'll get into. Uh, I think that this is the product <laughs> of a very wealthy family that lives in New York and has a, and has up until recently, when his wife got long COVID, she was the CEO of a marketing company. This feels like a family with a lot of expendable income and one for whom $6 tacked onto a meal is nothing. So I think then, but when you bring it into like your Walmarts and your Targets and places where people don't have gajillions of dollars, like it's just not worth it to people. I had the exact same thought. I was like, I know this family. I babysat for this family when I lived in New York. Like this is the family where it's like, you know, we're ordering Whole Foods delivery every time right. we need groceries. We have right. a summer house out in the Hamptons. We own a car in the city. Like, our kids have a nanny. This is just, I know yeah. this this family. And you're right. I was like, oh, and I'm sure all of their friends were like, yes, this is perfect. This is exactly, exactly. what you should do. Michael also love are, this. has gobs and gobs of money. He's in Walmart. He's, he's yeah. all over Walmart. And he's making under... $300,000 and he's yeah. in like a billion Wolf. Walmarts which is not a good sign not good then we kind of shift after he sh- after he shares these like horrific hard numbers um, <laughs> we shift into a bit of a, a personal pitch yeah he uh, he then brings up the fact that because of her horrific long COVID which Jesus Christ Sylvie just be glad that you, you didn't get long COVID yet uh, mm. his wife has had to move back to England to live with her parents. And so he is being, he's a full-time dad. He is running the household. He is the sole source of income and essentially implies that if Nashi food paint doesn't work out, it's curtains for Tamo and his family. <laughs> curtains. It's like, <laughs> All of a sudden, we go from, like, my wife is this, like, high-powered, like, marketing executive, and we're a happy family, and I'm starting this business to, like, my wife moved back to England, and I am a single dad, and I've poured all of our money into this company, and we're about to be, like, on the street. And it's just, like, holy shit. Uh, The sharks are not biting, mostly because of those poor numbers, and because... Like Babs was saying, he's just not doing it right. He's next to the ketchup. He shouldn't be, this should be treated like a gift, gimmicky, you know, fun novelty thing. And then they're left with poor Mark, who is the last one to speak. And I think just to save his ass from looking like he doesn't care about a single dad whose wife has long COVID, offers him $250,000 for 25% instead of 17%. And obviously... Tomo takes it. Yeah. Mark Cuban heard his PR manager yep. in his ear. Take the fucking deal, Mark. Like, you got to do it. That's the only yeah. reason this happened. This is not a good investment. Mark Cuban knows that. Tomo knows that. But, yeah. he's in, Nevertheless, he lands 
<laughs> Lance Mark Cuban. It's amazing what can happen when you are um, a white man in America. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry. I feel bad for Tomo. And I, I like the product and I feel bad for him. But like so many people we've seen come in with the same type of thing. Like bad product, yeah. good design, not enough right. of a market, bad price point, right. da, da, da. And it's like they don't get a deal. So I don't know. It's, you know. <laughs> and we'll see if at the negotiating table this thing actually stays together. If we get like a like a Collars & Co. type of recap six months from now, I will be shocked. <laughs> Alyssa, should we put an alert? I'll, I'll put an alert on our calendar right now. Okay, I'm putting this in as, what is this product even called? I all I can think of is SketchUp. Okay, I'm saving this event. And Great. I'm doing it on our work email, which is good, good, because it's work. Oops, almost added my boss to that. <laughs> okay, and you should have gotten an alert. And yes, here it is. Invitation check in on Nashi, Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Accepted. See you there. All right, should we? Take a little break before we move on to our last segment. Take a little break. I'm going to drink some water. Just like the TLDR of the conversation that Sylvia and I just had before we started recording is Trent Reznor is a great, great person. Yeah. And also that if you didn't know this, Aaliyah was a huge Trent Reznor fan. (laughs) It's so good. She was like a hardcore Nine Inch Nails fan. So awesome. I don't know how we transitioned to our last I don't know segment, either. I don't but. either. Um, you Go Natural is uh, our next product. Entrepreneurs are Monique and David, who are not married, as it turns out, but siblings, um, who are seeking $400,000 for 5% of their company, which is basically Ooh. like a head wrap. Um, that is not made of like cotton or polyester or any sort of synthetic material that might damage hair, particularly for like black people, people with like um, a particular type of like coarse hair that like really needs to be like treated well and can't just, you know, you can't just go out to their point and have like a bad hair day or slap a hat on. Um, You know, these head wraps help you keep your hair really healthy while looking great and not feeling like your hair has to be out and perfect all the time. And they are doing okay with their business basically they they got like really viral on tiktok they had like 10 million views when they put out their sort of flagship product and then they um you know sold a bunch of product and then they had a two million dollar injection of funds but yet because they invested that in inventory and were expecting like gobs and gobs and gobs of product to sell they actually lost two million dollars last year they do seem incredibly well made all of the sharks are commenting like wow this feels high end this feels like nice thick fabric it's really nice looking um one of their products lines that i thought was really cool is a swim cap which is Mm -hmm. like normally swim caps make you um or at least make me look like a fucking turtle (laughs) like a bug like so (laughs) look like a little bug gross little bug and these are just like they look like wraps they're really beautiful we are treated to one of my favorite visuals in a long time which is of course damon putting one of these caps on i knew you're gonna say that i loved it (laughs) they call it an elevated do-rag and damon struggling and they're like damon like you've put on a do-rag before right he's like yeah (laughs) just it's 
such a good, such a good clip of him. I wrote, I wrote Damon very slowly and carefully putting that head wrap on equals me trying to put on this combination sports bra tank top top that I have from Adidas. <laughs> yeah. Me trying to, me trying to wrap my wet hair up in a towel with one hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the same, <laughs> same concentration. Just careful twist here. And then we go yep. here. I like, I like their story, but I also, I, I don't really think. They're a little confusing in their business pitch, I thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sometimes get people and they're like, where's the money going? And they're like, I'm going to buy this piece of equipment that does this that will bring our cost mm-hmm. down to like right. $1 instead of $1.50. Or they're like, I really need someone to help with like the manufacturing or the distribution or whatever. And I don't know. I thought like it seems like they're they- kind of just asking for more money without like a plan. I think that they're aware yeah. that they like made some mistakes and like over indexed on customer acquisition and like advertising and probably don't want to like talk too much about that. And they've made fifteen million dollars in like the six or whatever years since they've been around. But I agree. I think that they're like maybe they did something that they got some bad advice or they just made some like wrong yeah. moves in the last year or so. Exactly. Which again, maybe if they were asking for like two hundred and fifty k for. 20% that 20%, this would, I would feel yeah. differently about it. But it's like they're asking for a shitload of money yeah. at a super high valuation. So I don't know. The whole, this other thing is that they are using the like scraps from making these turbans to also make headbands. And Target is going to start selling these headbands. But like a lot of the sharks are like, ooh, that's a little bit more complicated than you think. Babs is basically like, yeah, like I think you've, even if this is just scrap material, it's pulling a ton of your focus that should be on mm. like your hero products. Kevin doesn't like that they're going to retail. Damon is questioning this sort of like, to your point, the circuitous way that they are talking about the product and the money. Lori's out. And then once again, we are left with only Mark Cuban. A real all roads lead back to Mark yeah, situation. Truly. So he makes them a sharky offer I'd, i i have to admit i got a little lost at the end here he initially wanted 20 percent, and then they say 12 percent, but in the same breath literally in the same breath look around to all the sharks and like oh also we'll do a royalty deal and so mark unsurprisingly is like wait what <laughs> like he gets a little salty about right. that whatever he was like okay well if you want to do royalty i'll play uh, and so he is like, I'll take anywhere between three to five dollars royalty, depending on the product, and then I will do it for twelve percent, and then they're like ten percent, and he's like, fine, or some version of that. Yeah, it's an easy win for Mark, despite the fact that it is a four hundred thousand dollar investment. <laughs> and that's exactly. what that's what a billionaire like Mark Cuban needs is an easy win. That's kind of what Shark Tank is. It's easy wins. For <laughs> I know. Let's help rich people get richer. That's America, baby. And now yeah. we've reached the point where, Alyssa, which of these products are you trying? Okay. I, as mentioned, I already have Miracle Berries that I'm never going to eat uh, unless I, I need to eat another lemon at some point in the near future. Uh, see the way I see, love Sophie. I just, I think I would get hives from wearing a sweatshirt that earnest. So I can't do that. Honestly, like, Nashi food paint? Like, sure. Yeah, okay. Damn, that's exactly what I was going to say. 
Um, look, I have about three hairs on my head, and they're flat as shit. So yeah. while I should be protecting them with my life, uh, Ugo Natural is not. It, there's nothing. No product can help me. Can help we're my past flat natural. Ass hair, we're so. Be. We are. We're we've perverted to chemicals and uh, <laughs> supplements, and we're trying desperately to yeah. let those three flat hairs hang on for dear life. Uh, I I can't wear see see the way I see. I would I would like, I'm see you wearing it on like a zoom and be like, oh no. You would think I think that I I actually don't think you would say anything because you would realize that this was my doppelganger and that the real Sylvie mm-hmm. was trapped, mm-hmm. chained up in a closet somewhere. Yes. She screaming. escaped through the same um, space time rift that the Collars and Co guy created. She is from the yes. world in which he did not get a deal. That's the Sylvie who's advertising it, her anxiety by wearing a sweatshirt that says anxiety. That's what I think I would realize. I hope. That's what I, I'm going I think for. that's a perfect analogy. <laughs> what a beautiful note to leave us on. Um, everyone, please uh, light a crystal. Uh, you know, do a light a crystal. Take a sound bath. <laughs> And, uh, Set a you know, please pray and hope for Sylvie's recovery from whoever has hexed her. And we will be back. We will be back next week because there is another episode. Episode 22 is on Hulu. Yeah. So, yay. And we can't wait. We can't wait. It's been so nice to get back yeah. in the tank. Uh, I agree. Love you guys so much. All seven of you, you know, <laughs> we appreciate your support. We appreciate the fandom. And that's all for now, y'all. Bye. Bye.